It's like Bad Advice City with you. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. How you doing, Dusty? Great. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Did you have a nice Valentine's Day? Oh, it was the best. What did your husband get you? Nothing. He didn't get you anything. (laughs) But that's okay. I don't really need anything. And also, why is it supposed to be that the man gets something for the woman? Why doesn't the woman get something for the man, right? That's what I always say. (laughs) We're trying to eat healthier, and we realize that a lot of the gifts we get each other on days like today are really unhealthy food. So we try to avoid that. And if I know one thing about my husband, it's that he doesn't really appreciate gift cards. No, thank you. Or greeting cards or flowers. I would have got you flowers, but I was afraid you'd be tempted to eat those too. So (gasps) This doesn't make any sense. (laughs) When have I ever eaten a flower in your presence? I think flowers probably fall under health food. No. You don't think so? Ugh. It's like bad advice city with you. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on the flower. Some flowers are edible. I mean, you can eat a squash flower. I've eaten a squash there flower. There you go. I think you can eat a rose without it hurting you. You just It just wouldn't taste very good. I would look that up before you say that on your podcast. I mean, they add like rose water and stuff to That's, food. Is I think that different? a little different, yeah. No, I, I really don't know. Yeah, so you should probably <laughs> stop talking about it. <laughs> Fair enough. We got a new review on Stitcher, five stars, from Ian Davis. He calls it the best podcast ever. (laughs) Thanks so much, Ian Davis. We really appreciate it. You know, I often also claim that this is the best podcast ever, so it's it's nice to be validated. (laughs) We're lucky that we've got folks giving us kudos. We're thankful to all of you who have written reviews. We really, really appreciate it because it helps more people find the show. And that's what we want to do. We want to make people laugh while they're being told the news. That's the goal. So if you want to share with your friends, please do. If you want to go on Stitcher or Apple Podcast or wherever you're listening to this and give us a review, that really, really helps. Thank you so much in advance. You can also email Dusty and me at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. And you can tweet us. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And I'm at Dusty Terrell. So this news that happened last week was just in time for Valentine's Day. A newly discovered dinosaur had a heart-shaped tail. Aw, that's so cute. Yeah. Never has anything been so romantic and also capable of eating your face off mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was written by my colleague Doyle Rice. He writes... There have been dinosaurs with feathers, one called Baby Dragon, and even dinos that looked like ducks. Now, just in time for Valentine's Day, scientists say they've discovered a dinosaur that had a heart-shaped tail. Not just a novelty act, this new dinosaur, which scientists say wears its heart on its tail, 
provides new clues as to how ecosystems evolved in Africa, a new study suggests. The new dinosaur is, according to the study, quote, a unique species and provides new insights into sauropod evolution. Sauropods were the largest land animals in Earth's history. Other well-known sauropods include Diplodocus, Apatosaurus, and Brontosaurus. I've heard of the Brontosaurus. They got long necks. They sure do. Yeah. (laughs) This dinosaur was given a scientific name that is derived from the Swahili words meaning best of the matuka and heart of the tail, referring respectively to the location it was found and to the heart-shaped part of its tail vertebra. The lead authors of the study are Eric Gorskak of Midwestern University in Illinois and Patrick O'Connor of Ohio University. The find shows a more complex picture of dinosaur evolution on Earth. O'Connor said, quote, Each new discovery adds a bit more detail to the picture of what ecosystems on continental Africa were like during the Cretaceous. Unquote. The Cretaceous period spans from 145 million years ago to 66 million years ago. Fossils of the creature's skeleton were discovered in southwestern Tanzania, high in a cliff wall overlooking the seasonally dry Matuka Riverbed. The new dinosaur is yet another member of the large, long-necked titanosaur sauropods. Titanosaurs were the most widespread group of sauropods, which reached their peak in the late Cretaceous period after all other sauropod groups vanished. However, scientists say their early evolution is poorly understood because of a lack of fossils in places other than South America. We saw the titanosaur fossil in uh, in New York City. So cool, right? It's, it's very big. Yeah. If I had to use one word to describe it, I would use big. Or titanic. Y- yeah. <laughs> Gorskak said, quote, Although titanosaurs became one of the most successful dinosaur groups before the infamous mass extinction capping the age of dinosaurs, their early evolutionary history remains obscure. And this dinosaur helps tell those beginnings, especially for their African side of the story, unquote. Judy Skog of the National Science Foundation said, quote, This new dinosaur gives us important information about African fauna during a time of evolutionary change. It's also timely information about an animal with heart-shaped tailbones during this week of Valentine's Day, unquote. The new research was published in the peer-reviewed scientific journal Plus One, a publication of the Public Library of Science. Seems awfully convenient that they published this right around Valentine's Day. Scientists trying to pull one over on us. I bet they uh, just found a dinosaur bone and chiseled it into a heart shape and said, hey, this will get people talking about dinosaurs. Does your tailbone vertebrae, is it shaped in a little heart? You think mine's shaped in a little heart for you. Oh, I'm pretty excited that I don't have a tail. (laughs) I'm glad I don't either. Our cats never seem to know what to do with theirs. Seems like more of a nuisance than anything. A man says he caught a 20-pound goldfish in a Kentucky pond. How a biscuit snagged an epic fish tail. Are you a goldfish, Shannon? I don't understand what you're asking. Well, you also love biscuits, so... (laughs) I'm not a goldfish. It's a ridiculous thing to ask. You're ridiculous. I think you could catch a goldfish or a Shannon with a biscuit. (sighs) That is true. (laughs) I hope no one puts it on a hook. Yeah. You better watch out. I guess I better. (laughs) Don't accept any free biscuits. man. 
This was written by my colleague Ashley May. She writes, where do flushed goldfish live out their final days? Maybe getting fat in a pond in Danville, Kentucky. Cassie Anderson shared a photo that has since gone viral of her brother Hunter Anderson holding what looks like a massive goldfish. If it got flushed in there, I'd be worried about what else got flushed into that pond. She wrote in the caption alongside the photo, quote, It is not a stolen image or edited photo. This is my brother who is holding what could possibly be that pet goldfish we flushed when I was nine. (laughs) Hunter Anderson told USA Today that he is not faking this fish story, even though it might seem unreal. The 22-year-old said he's been fishing since he was big enough to hold a rod and he's caught thousands of fish. He said, quote, I can't be 100 percent sure, but I would say it's a goldfish, one of the biggest ones ever caught, unquote. Thousands of fish. I mean, I've been fishing a few times and I've caught maybe two. So a thousand seems hard to believe. (laughs) Wildlife experts aren't totally convinced that it's a goldfish. Kevin Kelly, a spokesman for the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife Resources, said Anderson's fish looks like a breed of butterfly koi and, quote, not a goldfish, unquote. He said the department's fisheries biologist came to that conclusion because the fish appears to have, quote, a barbell near its mouth, unquote. A butterfly koi of that size would be considered average, Kelly said. While there have been reports of dinner plate-sized goldfish in the wild, most goldfish weigh less than a pound, according to the United States Geological Survey. Koi or not, the catch will be a memorable one for Anderson, who made the golden catch using a piece of leftover biscuit attached to a hook. Anderson said he and his girlfriend stopped at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken earlier in the day. As they were driving home, he wanted to show her a pond known to have goldfish and koi fish. Without his usual gear, he said he used what was available. And the fish didn't want to come in without a fight. He said, quote, this was the hardest fighting fish I ever caught and never wanted to give up, unquote. After about five minutes, Anderson had captured the fish, snapped a photo, and then released it back to the wild. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I guess I don't know if goldfish makes for good eating. (laughs) I also don't know if you can get licensed to fish goldfish. So maybe he had to let it go. He said, quote, What am I going to do with it? I guess I could put it in my swimming pool, unquote. (laughs) It's a fat goldfish. It looks like it's leading a a very happy life of biscuit eating. He he had a scary moment, but he's back in the water. Yeah, good for him. (laughs) And last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. El Nino, infamous troublemaker, formed last week. Get out of here. Kaylee Kuoko said no words for an emotional Big Bang moment. That show's still on TV? (laughs) Golf pro hacks his way to 17 on single hole. I could do that. (laughs) Maybe I should be a professional golfer. (laughs) Could Amazon pick a new city now that it's ditched NYC? As long as they still come to Virginia, I don't care, Shannon. (laughs) Louisville coach designed a basement for his team. When I think of coaches, I always think great interior designers. (laughs) It does look really nice. It looks beautiful. The 10 dirtiest items in your house and how to clean them. Or otherwise known as 10 things that you would tell me that would make me feel bad because I'll never clean them. (laughs) Yeah, that seems more accurate for this podcast. 
you can now go see this rare waterfall that looks like fire. How come I wasn't allowed to before? Orphaned baby orangutans learn to be wild. I think they should learn how to be domestic and then come (laughs) move into my house. No. (laughs) This new ice cream brand claims it will help you sleep better. I think all ice cream already makes me sleep great. (laughs) Pandas casually watch little girl who fell inside their enclosure. Yeah, they probably wouldn't viciously attack you unless you looked a lot like bamboo. (laughs) Girl reprimands rogue chimps escaping from zoo enclosure. Those rascally chimps. Officer rescues Doe stuck in storm drain for days. Deer probably shouldn't go into storm drains. That's what I would recommend. The hottest place on Earth is an alien world covered in acid ponds. Shannon and I know where our next vacation's gonna be. Ew. <laughs> What's your tax refund? They're still smaller. I don't know yet, because we wait till the last minute to file. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds reveals terrifying bear encounter. Who does he think he is, Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't think so, buddy. (laughs) Tesla's romance mode sets sexy Valentine's mood. I don't need some car's help setting the mood. (laughs) Before you go, wanted to mention an opportunity from usatoday.com. A Community Thrives from USA Today Network transforms community improvement ideas into reality with grants up to $100,000. And we want to hear from you. Submit your ideas to improve your community at act.usatoday.com. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.